0: At the age of 26, my construction business was a half a million dollars in debt. As a business owner, you can get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? Now, the exciting part is, the business is a multi-million dollar business. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any construction company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Construction Game Podcast. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Construction Game Podcast. Excited to be here with you today to talk about one of the top missed money-making opportunities in construction. So... Yesterday I left work and I was like, I had to run to CVS but I was like, you know, let me go home first and grab my son so we can walk to CVS together. So I I go in there, put his hat on, put his coat on, pop him in the stroller and we are going there and we get into CVS and then uh, we're waiting, we go to go purchase some stuff and then there's a huge line. So he's getting all frustrated in line, trying to like grab all the stuff off the shelves. I'm like, hey, let's get this little treat over here, which was a bag of Cheez-Its and I wanted some as well. Uh, And I started feeding him the Cheez-Its, and when he had his hat on, his little hair was coming down underneath his hat. So I, I blew it at his hair like to uh, move his hair out of his out of his face. And then he thought that was like a cool thing and tried to do the same thing to me. Now he's eating all these Cheez-Its and all of a sudden he goes and all of a sudden I'm covered with Cheez-Its, Cheez-Its in my eyes everywhere, and I'm like, Jesus. Man. But it was a cool uh it was a cool opportunity to spend with my son and, and create a nice little memory. So one of the top missed money-making opportunities of in construction, and that is going to be thinking we always need to have all of the experience. And I remember when I first graduated from from school, and I was trying to get in the construction industry, and I was like thinking I had to have all this experience about what I, where I wanted to go and how I wanted to do it, and and it was just slowing me down and bogging me down. I just needed to find. Someone that was just going to give me an opportunity and once I found someone to give me that opportunity Then it was like I could figure out the next step from, from there and then go to the next step and then it was like once I Once I left, you know working for, for someone and trying to you know build my own business. It was like I, I just had the same thought process like I, I gotta I gotta be able to complete a two thousand dollar job before I can do a twenty thousand dollar job and I have to be able to do a twenty thousand dollar job before I can do a hundred thousand dollar job and that, that thought process just kept me so small for so long because I always thought that, like, there was always something else that needed to be achieved before I could go to that, that next level. And it wasn't until we, we landed these, like, this big project down for the, for the DOT in uh, downtown Tampa, and we were working for Skanska, who actually had the original contract with, with the Florida Department of Transportation, and they were installing like this huge pipe, 84-inch pipe, underneath I-275 going down towards the airport. And you know, Scancy was trying to do it all themselves. You know, they they you know is a multi-billion dollar organization, they have big pieces of equipment, they have you know manpower, they can hire anybody they want, they can get any piece of equipment they want, they just have a ton of resources. And you know, they were they were they were installing, you know, trying to install this pipe and you know they, they were running into some troubles. They were this big eighty four inch pipe was was going to be buried in the ground fifteen feet deep. There was a, all kinds of water concerns. Like every time they would dig, there was water that was coming in the hole. So they needed to be able to control that. And they were struggling. They were they were they. I think they had in their, their estimate to install like eight feet a day, and they weren't even installing eight feet in a week. So it was it was a complete mess. They didn't have the proper talent on on, on and the skill sets to, to be able to do it. But here we were, McKinsey, at the time we were, you know, a civil contractor, and you know, we were installing that pipe. And and honestly, I didn't even know we had this talent on our team. But once we we started digging into this project and starting to bring it up to our team and like let them know, like, hey, this this is an opportunity that's in front of us. How can we go ahead and execute on this and be able to get this done? They're like, yes, we can do it. And it's like you know, here we go again. Here I was like this twenty-four, five-year-old kid, you know, going out working with the one of the biggest construction companies in the world, multi-billion-dollar organization, and and getting a, a, a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar uh, contract because we had the t- talent on the team. I didn't have to have the talent. I didn't. I didn't know how to do everything per se, but the person that was on our team knew how to do it. And because of that partnership that we came together, uh, and you know, I provided my expertise about being able to go secure the equipment, being able to um, you know negotiate proper terms on, on this contract. Because you know, you know, you don't negotiate proper terms with a company like Skanska. You're going to be hanging out there. You're going to do all this work, five hundred thousand dollars worth of work, and not get paid for a period of time. And I remember we go going to go ahead and submit our invoice for that project. And they're like, oh, we don't pay in two weeks. Who do you guys think you are? We get we pay when paid and we haven't been paid for this yet. And I was like, hey, well, wait one second. You read right here in the contract that I had you guys sign. And they didn't want to sign it at first. But I was like, no, we're, we're not doing this job unless you guys pay us in two weeks. And we got them to sign it and put it right in the contract. And, and because of that, we were able to get paid in two weeks, which made a great partnership. We had the team in the field that could execute. We had a we had the team that was able to go and secure all the equipment and the and the other manpower that was needed to be able to to execute properly. And then it was me. I was able to work this contract out and be able to secure the right terms and financing so that we could uh, execute on this thing properly and get it done and not have you know money issues. And we came together as a team and and all of us collectively had the experience to be able to execute properly. Instead of just me having to have that experience all by myself. And that's what holds us back as contractors, you know? It's like, we always think that we gotta go do everything and we gotta be able to make the calls and go out there and do the work. And it's like impossible. Like Rome wasn't built overnight and Rome wasn't built with one person. Rome was built with people and coming together and, and tens and hundreds and thousands of people coming together and building and, and, and working together in and, and a coordinated effort to build Rome and, and having that understanding and knowing that you can't just do it all by yourself is, 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 is the opportunity. And, you know, the, 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 that same thought process proved itself again when I wanted to be in the government contracting space. You know, we were, we were a subcontractor doing all this work for Skanska and I was like, you know, I want to be the, the, the Skanska. I want to have that relationship directly with the owner. I want to be able to get paid di- directly first and then, you know, Find subcontractors that can also help me execute the work, the same way Skanska was doing with us. You know, they 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 had 84 inch pipe that they needed installed, so Skanska hired us to install it because they couldn't install it. So I wanted to be the working directly for the owner, telling them we're going to be able to get this thing done, and I'll I'll go and find subcontractors to help me execute on that work. So. I said that and made that intention and it was, you know, it was a lot harder than I initially had thought. You know, I had made calls, cold calls after cold calls every single day during the week, uh, you know, for a year to land my first contract and that was down in Sanibel Island. It was a $500,000 job for the fish and wildlife down in Sanibel Island. And that contract, you know, again, was, was, was like this elusive thing, you know, I, I initially, I, I didn't really even believe in myself that I could even go after it so what I what I what I did was I I found another person that was also looking that also had past performance and experience doing government contracts and they had successfully completed them for the last 30 years and I and I, and I brought him on my team to be able to um, use his past performance to be able to even secure <clears throat> to be able to even secure that first contract so I brought him on my team and we were like you know all of a sudden, I got the person to answer the call and they're like, yeah, we got this project down here in Sanibel Island. It's a HVAC replacement. And I was like, I hung up the phone with them and I was like, hey partner, I got, I got this project. We gotta go down there. And we we, we caught a flight down there and, and put pricing together. And next thing you know, we got awarded the project. and And, 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 and it wasn't me alone. Like, I brought my skill set to the table, and they brought their skill set to the table. I didn't have to have all of the skill set, but I I had to be open-minded enough to be able to understand that I didn't have all the skill set and attract and bring other team members in that did have the skill set so that we could go and accomplish something bigger together. And that's how we landed our first government contract, and that's honestly how we landed – the 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 eighty eight million dollars worth of other government contractors after after that is by is by not having all of the experience. I've installed anodizing plants. I've installed. I worked on runways, concrete. You know, we've done uh renovations of air traffic control towers, renovations of you know you know installing these little barricades on the sides sides of of, of airfields, and it's like. I didn't, I didn't know how to personally do all of that, but no, but collectively together with like subcontractors, team members, uh, you know, partners, all of that, we came together and were able to execute that. So when you, because I didn't allow the roadblock and the missed money opportunity of not having all of the experience, Get in my way because I was open-minded enough to bring the people that did have the experience, and we come together as a collective, as a team, to go and accomplish a mission. And sometimes it was a job, sometimes it was it was it was it was multiple projects, but we came together as a team and as a collective to be able to to execute on that. And you know, just think about how many times. I mean, yeah, I even do it to this day. I remind myself even to this day, like, we're so much stronger together than we are alone. And now it's like, how do I... I, I, Now it's about telling the team that and getting the team to believe that, right? Like, we're so much stronger together than we are alone. Like, and the only reason why we got to continue to tell the team that is because, like, when we have uh, an estimator that um, is, is focused on project execution, like, that's not their highest and best use in the organization right now. They got to focus on estimating, right? When we have a project manager that that's, that's focusing on, 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 on estimating, that's not their highest and best use. we got to focus on the projects that are on your plate, whether it's the five, the 10 or that we have, or, or, or if it's on the finance side and now they're trying to play like operations and, you know, project management. No, they, they need to focus on the finance thing. So, cause collectively all together, we can, we can, we can execute at a high level, but if we're all trying to do each other's positions, you know, like, that's how we, we're, we're definitely going to get out of alignment. So I even r- remind myself about that. Like even now, like we, we just were going through a bunch of projects where, you know, we had some issues, right. And it was like, so grateful to realize that we had a team that could go figure out the the quality control plan issue we had at NRL. They could be there on site. They could literally walk this thing step by step while I as the leader of the organization kept leading the organization and while the estimating team kept estimating projects and while the other project managers kept working on their projects and while the finance team was working on their projects. So it was like Yes, we did get we did get uh, one flat tire, but we had spares, right? Like we still had the other three tires rolling, and then we had a spare that we could just plop on, uh, on and, and allow that one person to go handle that issue and put out that fire and allow us to keep moving forward in the organization. And then that's just one example, and that that happens all the time. And it, it, it's probably happening for your business, right? Where you have situations where where. You, you can you could if you had a team or you had other people in the organization you had other people that had that Experience they could help you push and punch through that that scenario much faster than you trying to figure out and, and gain all the knowledge you know like even from a from a, a standpoint of, of marketing like we, we we do a lot of stuff on Google Ads, right like I'm not an expert at Google Ads, and honestly, we don't have anybody on our team that's an expert at Google Ads, but we can hire a third-party consultant that is an expert at Google Ads, and that we can bring into our organization to help on a consultant basis to, to get our, our organization set up with Google Ads, so that now our organization can be winning with Google Ads. And then at the same time, we're still going to understand, we're gonna pay attention, we're gonna learn, and we're gonna you know ec- extract as much knowledge as possible, so that we have an understanding of, of how the Google Ads platform works. So, like, if there's any maintenance that needs to happen, we can execute on. It. If there's if there's uh, another time where we need to roll it out, we we're, we we're, we're, we can roll it out even faster because we have a a basic understanding and knowledge of, of 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 the platform. So, like, all of those things together allow us to be stronger together. Not not just siloed by ourselves, stuck trying to understand everything and not moving the business forward. Like that would be that should be detrimental to the business. And, and as we get bigger, it's even more important for us to stay focused because if I'm all of a sudden trying to learn Google ads and then I'm also trying to grow the business, I'm now distracted by the Google ads. Therefore, the business is probably gonna crash. Right. Because you need to have someone in the forefront that's looking out and, you know, it's like a sh- you're on a ship. Right. And then like there's waves. Right. And you're looking out and like, hey, there's a big rock over there. But no, if I'm focused over here, trying to learn Google ads and extract all this information from Google ads, instead of allowing another team member to, to, to do that and also work with that third party outside agency to, to, to really master it. Like we might hit that rock if I was doing that. But we don't want to hit the rock. And and we wanna keep we want to keep our, our, our attention on the on the real opportunity. And that's getting to the target. And for us, that target is a hundred million dollar company. So so don't so don't uh, one of the things that I always I'm always like reminding myself is like yes, I, 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 I... and for me I'm a person that likes to grow, I like to learn, I like to do new things. So like for me to to say no I, I, I need to stay focused on what I'm already good at, right? And still learn through that process of like the things that I'm already good at, but then compliment myself with the people that can ha- master and and, uh, and have already mastered the the, the the nuance or the technical things that we're struggling with so that we can now come all together and then punch through that through that uh, through that break point as fast as possible. And what I mean by breakpoint is that difficulty, that challenge, that uh, that roadblock as fast as possible so that we can all get to the next level faster and and together. So uh, don't let those missed money opportunities of of trying to think you have to have all the experience yourself hold you back. You don't have to have all the experience yourself. Time and time again, I've, I've proven that to myself that you don't have to have all the experience yourself. But and, and that the experience is out there in the world and you just need to make the connections with those people that have the experience come together and do something bigger together. If you're looking to do something bigger together, I'd love to hear from you because I'm looking to do something big together. And especially if you're in the construction industry uh, and you, 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 you want to do some work in North Carolina, the South Carolina, Georgia, Washington, D.C., D.C., Maryland, Virginia, Florida, Texas. We're always looking for great partners to partner with and to, to do bigger things together with. So reach, reach out to me. Hit me in the comments below. And uh, go ahead and smash that like button if you got value. And go ahead and uh, subscribe. Let's roll.